0: Welcome back to the grim darkness of the 41st millennium. I'm Inquisitor Temperance Price, keeper of the Inquisition's Black Library, and this is the second volume in a report on the Valentine Heresy, an actual play podcast set in the Genesis adaptation of Warhammer 40K's Dark Heresy RPG. This report features Game Master Ryan LaPlante and players Tom McGee as interrogator Miro Abagnale, Laura Elizabeth as Piper Fairley, Tyler Hewitt as Seth Corbin, and Del Borvik as sister Olien Mina. My report shows that a number of bargains were struck with the House leaders. Seth secured Bane's support and planted a tracker on her, Olien acquired Marcus's protection, and Piper prevented Vance from revealing her psychic interference in the match, but all at the expense of owing each House a favor in return. Now, what does Horus have to do with the psychic template that has replaced Nero's memories? Find out next in this episode of The Valentine Heresy.
1: From the personal musings of Fabius Bile. Horus claimed he could lead us out from beneath the emperor's yoke, guiding us through the darkness of the future by the light of his own ambition. We followed because we could not see a better way, none of us realizing he was little more than a blind man leading an army of fools. There are many opinions on Horus, and one of them has just been asked of Invictus by Nero Abagnale, who (laughs) asked, what do you know of Horus? And of course, Invictus, the inquisitorial chaotician, replied, everything. Before we dive into a deep conversation about the deep cut lore of Warhammer 40K that may require a lot of footnotes for listeners who don't know it, so Tom, I hate to rob you of this improvisational moment. But what conversation does Invictus want to have about Horace uh, and I, or, or Nero, with Invictus, and then we could probably deal with it a little more abstractly to make sure everyone has full context. Hmm. Because I'm also aware you and I will have lore walls we will hit. <laughs> <laughs> we will, but I, I think Nero will also have lore
2: walls. I guess this is this is a, a, a some cards on the table moment, I suppose.
1: Um. Should, should I earmuffs this? Like, <laughs> well, I
2: mean, you're all already wearing earmuffs.
1: So I can see them. <laughs> yeah. I um, mean, I think the thing we can remember is none of your characters are hearing this conversation. This You're all having yeah, a conversation yeah. with your leaders, um, so. Uh, it, it's
2: also a uh, season three of Valentine cards on the table thing. So I'm just trying to navigate how much I should tell ah. you as a player. Ah. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> no. So what I would say is just, uh, just to make sure that it's put together. Yeah, I guess Nero does not have access to anything under his template other than the Gargarious Feroch memory yep. and the few bleeds he has. So yes, if it's fair long-term, he doesn't know that.
2: Yeah, fortunately, it still falls in that dirt. Basically, for him, um, he is, uh, as you know, he's convinced that Horus is behind everything. And basically, as as he's, uh, I think, described, um, he fully believes that that Horus e- never died and is actively um, working. And then there's a bunch of bleed stuff that we can probably... Yeah, honestly, that's... But probably that's all he knows. His under the it, template, he probably knows a lot more. But yeah. the template only has that, and it's very much a um, like a modern conspiracy theorist version of that, where it's okay. Like, so no, that's all because JFK is actually Biden's chief of staff. Check the tapes. Like yeah, it's okay. that. So level. so he
1: just <laughs> wants to dive into his. Horace is still alive and affecting the galaxy scenario, or he would assume that other
2: people know this.
1: So this is very much um, a,
2: oh, you because basically hearing I know everything, he wouldn't be like, give me the historical facts about Horace. He'd be like, cool, where's he at right now? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And like, fill me in on what's happening right now is I think where his head would be at. That said, for your Inquisitor, I don't know that he'd have that context necessarily because none of this would have been in any of the reports because this is template brain.
1: Okay. Um, What I would say is weirdly enough, because I also want to contextualize it, which is why I didn't have us go through this, Mm because there would be so many secrets that I think it would be literally tough to know what was lore and what wasn't. Um, Invictus would happily engage in this conversation. Invictus, as you would discover probably over the course of this chat, is a chaotician. Because he is a null or a psychic blank, he's allowed to deal with a lot of texts that traditionally inquisitorial servants couldn't, because he's not corrupted by reading, you know. A copy of Lorgar's word, or a copy some of some of us were. <laughs> um, so oh, I he would, didn't
0: know that about blanks—that they like can't be. Yeah, demons that way. start that's to collapse
1: when they approach them. They, so a demon could huh. attack a blank, but they become much more vulnerable and start to waste away much more quickly. They're immune cool. to psychic powers. They can't be converted. That's why uh, the most deadly and effective of them are actually converted into assassins. For uh, I cannot—they're not the vindicare because that's the shooting. Calidus oh, is the, yeah, the, ones with the big. Uh, helmets. They're the Colexus assassins, mm. uh, where they take blanks and literally it's a whole anti-psycher wing of the officio assassinorum. <laughs> uh, but Invictus, uh, because he's a chaotician, he's read all these documents and he'd actually run you through the details of what the Imperium currently knows of what happened with Horus. Great. So for people who don't know anything about the Horus heresy, uh, the Imperium was originally going out from Earth across the galaxy in a an aptly titled Great Crusade, because if you didn't follow all the rules, they'd fucking kill you. Uh, but they were trying to recreate a, a new golden age of humanity. The Emperor with his space marines, uh, Emperor jokingly called Jimmy Space, look into it. I cannot go that mm, deep, but Jimmy I love it space. so much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but he sent out space marines. There were 20 legions of space marines, all of them led by a genetically engineered proto-god to, to us uh, in the time they were just, they were very anti-religion. Uh, but each of them were kind of, then, then their legion was a copy of them and their personalities. Horus was the greatest of them, the most ambitious, the smartest, the best general, arguably the best fighter. That one's kind of up and down and people go all over the place on that. But he was definitively the most ambitious. So partway through the Great Crusade, the emperor had to return to earth because he had greater plans, which were completely fucked up by what immediately happened afterwards, uh, which is Horus was corrupted by the Chaos Gods and turned against the Emperor and created a massive civil war where half of the Space Marine Legions and the Crusade forces turned back to try to kill the Emperor. And it's the reason 40K sucks, because in 30K, there was such a massive civil war that it basically broke society into the Dark Ages. Um, what Invictus mm-hmm. would be able to tell Nero of the files and what his knowledge is horus was slain uh at uh, on the vengeful spirit which is the final showdown between the emperor and horus at the climax of the civil war uh the emperor killed him the emperor was injured and was forced to go into the golden throne again i'm sorry for the deep cut but horus, he's totally uh, fine
2: totally fine definitely yeah.
1: alive it's all good jimmy yeah, space well, so is killing horus it. was killed quote unquote there are horusian philosophers who believe that this is kind of like conspiracy theory as always because how many people actually saw that body uh the body was taken by uh his legion the sons of horus and the other legions when they fell back to the eye of terror originally at which point fabius bile a name that would definitely hit that little redacted thing that would cause you a wince every time you heard it in this conversation uh fabius bile is the one who was believed to have horus's body uh and he was attempting to clone him when the facility was attacked by the Black Legion, led by Abaddon, who Black Legion were the sons of Horus, who basically were like, he fucked up so bad, he's not our Legion anymore, we're our own thing. Uh, and then the body is supposed to have been destroyed, but there are were several Black Crusades. Some people argue Abaddon is Horus, or Abaddon was a clone of Horus. Uh, Invictus would be very into all this stuff, but I think in the same way that people who know a lot about QAnon but don't believe in QAnon are just really ready to tell you the weird story of QAnon. Um, so that's what you would get out of him. Uh, well, and then we'll kind of cut back into the scene, I think, for yeah, your, your yeah, final that's, reaction That's to this. perfect.
2: So Nero would be nodding along with most of this in kind of like a... Yeah, yeah. No, I know. I know. I know. Get there. Um, using my own frame of reference uh, as a big Star Wars nerd, it's like if I had a real obscure like Corrin Horn adventure late in the books that I really want to talk about, and you're like, okay, so... Luke Skywalker. I'm like, I don't. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blue milk. I want to go touch. I get it. I get it. Come on, let's go. Let's go. Let's go, <laughs> princess. Yeah, I get it. Death Star. Boom. Aldrin. Who cares? Like, fucking get to the, get to the expanded. Game. Where's the vong So I feel like I'm just nodding and nodding and nodding and nodding and nodding. Um, but also in a way that I'm sure is great for Invictus, but would be concerning to an outsider because none of this is news. Like it's this. This is the greatest hidden conspiracy in the Imperium, other than the health of Jimmy Space. Um, and yet, I'm just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. And then we start talking about the modern stuff. Um, Nero's actually getting really agitated. I and mean, We've all seen, I think, shades of this before. Um, but um, using your analogy, Ryan, it's like if someone has like read some articles about QAnon, it's like, oh, cool, so here's some things I learned. And then like, Q, like the person who started it's like, mm-hmm. But... But there's a cooler version, right? So I think Nero's eventually getting to a point of like, yeah, okay, but uh, yeah, uh, yeah, sure, Abaddon. Yeah, of course. Like, <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. But where is he actually? He's here, isn't he? He's here, right? He's here with, with or is he on the golden throne where he's supposed to be? Is, is he here or is he on the golden throne? Is he here or is he on the golden throne? Is he here or is he on the golden throne? Can you roll me,
1: hmm, I think this might be coercion by accident. I like uh, is, yeah, I'll buy that. Yeah. This is a willpower. I'll <laughs> buy that for a nickel. Uh, <laughs> great.
2: Well, I'm going to use my amazing coercion skill of zero uh, and my willpower nice. of two.
1: Great. Um, uh, it's difficulty two. All
2: right. All right. It's I will say
1: um, one setback because this is bad behavior, uh, but a boost because you are tremendously insistent. Uh, can I argue for.
2: Hmm. Uh this is dumb. Can I argue for an auto threat uh to myself? Because
0: Tom, why you do this?
2: Because he's honest. Yeah. <laughs> good old, good old honest Nero. If, if Nero's known for anything. I think it's, you're just
0: like secretly sabotaging the party. It's
2: straight. <laughs> secretly? Have you heard a word that's come out of my mouth since we started
0: no, playing? No, I mean, like, Quite not old Miro, shot Vero <laughs>
1: Skull Shield and dragged him into the arena to die. He's a bold character, and I celebrate these choices. Yep.
2: Uh, I'm going to argue for an auto threat increase because I think if I'm Invictus, I'd be pretty jazzed uh to get to like unveil like r- you know pull back the curtain on the greatest secrets of the imperium and i would be really concerned if this clearly unhinged man who isn't a full inquisitor is just walk around <laughs> being like yeah i got full knowledge of the
1: entire heresy
3: yeah sure sure
1: yeah i think that's true i, I think uh, it might be okay otherwise because you would think you were talking to him but you did say horace belonged on the throne so we'll we'll roll that into this right thanks buddy um, um
2: what's our uh, what's our story point situation
1: now? uh you've got one and i've got four
4: Jeez.
2: I, uh, I'm i going to spend it because Nero really fucking wants to know. All right. He's not doing this to help the party. He just wants to know. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, no. yeah, He wants to know real bad. Um, cool. <laughs> so we got one green, one yellow, two purple, one blue, one black, and one auto threat.
0: Jesus yeah, let's see what happens. Christ.
2: Oh, your God. Uh, three successes, three threats. <laughs> oh. <laughs> three successes and three
1: threats. This is a good... This is a good
4: balance. (laughs) Uh,
1: Invictus uh, looks up at you through his weird goggles from his like vaguely mad scientist body. uh, And he looks up at you and just says, interesting. He
3: could be here. I can't rule it out. We should hunt for him together. Perhaps as part of your overall quest.
2: Yeah. 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 No, that's that. That's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. Good. We're you and I, we're uh, we're going to be real good friends. Yes I, like you. yes,
3: I will stay with you all to ensure your mission can be complete. It yeah. is time, he says, turning to the rest of the room, for the Inquisition to leave.
2: They will see you tomorrow
3: for the heist activity.
2: Uh, um, and, and I'll just wave to him and be like, kill for the living, kill for the dead, Luprasal.
1: Okay. (laughs) He says vaguely off put mainly in timing. Uh, When you look around the room, all of the house leaders have already talked to all of you and are withdrawn. So he's announcing it as though it's for the house leaders, but it ends up coming across as that vague yelling at campers to get on a bus. You all know you're going to have to get on Uh, because standing alone, you've all got your permission essentially to leave. So unless anyone has anything specific they want to do in this room, Great, I'm getting a bunch of shaking heads. No, that's Piper wants the Seth.
0: fuck out.
1: All right, so uh, the party exits uh, with Invictus. Uh, you enter one of the elevators. You go back down. It turns out there's the parking garage below. It's still poorly lit, but slightly better after the emergency. You get can the I, sense that- Can
0: Piper wait and take the next elevator? Uh, oh, yeah, the, because yeah. Because he's a blank. He's a, <laughs> she does not want to be in an enclosed- She would do everything in her power to not be in an enclosed space with him.
1: Yeah, that would that would suck for you. Uh Warden would stay. I don't think Invictus would he's pretty clueless socially, so I don't even think he'd pick up on it. It'd be one of those if you just follow at the back of the group, you can kind of step to the left and wait. Yeah. Um, you follow down in in an elevator. It's Invictus down at the bottom with the rest of you. He's like, I don't know. Did she get lost? I don't
3: understand.
2: What's yeah, she going on. uh she does that, but don't worry, uh Warden. He's uh, he's really on it. And if she got lost he'll uh make sure she stays lost unless she's just lost lost in which case he will you know help her help her find her way
1: excellent yeah. excellent uh, and he yeah. reaches up and just claps his hands sharply uh and uh, a torox pulls around uh the corner and up in front of you it's a, it's a raised space underground think of it as a more industrial space than a traditional parking lot under a building a torox itself a uh, picture an suv that's armored and can fit a squad of people, 10 people sitting mm. on two racks in the back. It's its a mix between a truck and a tank. Uh, it has a large Inquisition symbol emblazoned on both sides. It's jet black front to back with tinted windows, Uh, You get the feeling that this is as much a prisoner transport as it is an honorable conveyance. In the front seat, uh, Invictus just opens the door and two additional steps spring out so he can waddle up. And he just shoves the stormtrooper who's currently driving in black inquisitorial fatigues uh, into this passenger seat. And he's like, get in and we'll go and take you to your new residence. You arrive now, Piper. I think you'll, you'll roll out as everyone <laughs> I, yeah. is climbing into uh, the back of the Torox. What about our personal effects?
5: Everything that we left at our original room. Yes, that
3: is. I mean, you're, you're staying at the Bolter Express, yes? Yes. Those are your rooms. I will be staying in one of the additional floors. Security has been set up around it by the houses after your admission of their protection over time. But
1: we can discuss this on the road. And he just slams the door and turns it on and you just get a huge wash of exhaust hitting you at the back of the vehicle. It's clearly better to be in with the rear shut than it is to be waiting. However, you do have a moment where no one could overhear you if there's something you want to quickly say before you climb in.
5: Um, I think Seth would just say, um... In the time it took us to socialize, I think big air quotes around socialize, <laughs> uh, uh, and get back to our room, you can be sure that there's some sort of surveillance set up by one or more of the houses. We'll have to sweep for listening and video devices once we get in. No talk of the mission until we are sure that our rooms are secure once again.
0: All right. You're can you just like exactly keep right. Invictus like away from me though? Can we just have like
5: sit some... at the back, Piper? <laughs> I'm
0: going, I'm just saying, like, you know, having like a buffer would be nice. That's all. I'm just advocating for myself, okay?
5: You can ride in the back or you can walk. And <laughs> Seth like gets in.
1: <laughs> Seth is also walking wounded. He looks, yeah, like I was gonna yeah, say, I yeah, just no, him like...
4: like dog shit. Yeah,
2: <laughs> he's uh. He's a real testy fellow since he died, eh? Huh, I tell you. I'll just like clam- clamber in.
0: I just look to look to Warden like, and he was the one I liked. And she Warden, just gets
1: in. Warden does not react. No. I feel like it's talking to a statue. Oh, hundred yep. percent.
0: Piper just talked to herself to Warden. Like
1: <laughs> uh, Mina, you're still standing outside. What yeah. are you thinking?
6: Oh, she's just she's just pissed as hell about all of this. Like this everything went sideways. She hated all those people. She's just mad. So she's the last in, and she will just stomp in after Warden and find a place to sit.
1: Great. So you shut the door behind you with a clang. Uh, there's a big wrenching circle, a, a wheel, as they call it, in a, th- a three dimensional circle, you know, a wheel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that you turn and it locks. Uh, it locks the crank shot. You can all see out through some small slitted windows, but the space is fully metal outside of those. And if you knock on those, you can actually feel that they're a transparent aluminum. They're still a metallic. Mm. They're not huh. just a bulletproof glass. This is a. They're smoky as well, so the light filtering through is gray. And you get the feeling from outside, you couldn't see inside this space. It feels like this is designed for oh, we're rolling up on the vehicle. Like, you could not sneak up on this thing. There's 360-degree vision uh, from within the back. Uh, You do hear the crackle of a speaker, and Invictus' voice comes through, filtered through not the worst Vox system you've heard, but not top of the line. And he's like, if anyone wants to talk about anything, pull down the headsets from above. Uh, And you look up and see helicopter headsets with the, the microphones that are all locked in behind the benches there are five hanging over either side so there's more than enough if you want to talk to Invictus or each other you'll be able to hear each other over the the rumbling of the very loud engine and the clattering of physical wheels on the stone this is not uh, a grav vehicle this is Mm. hardcore kind of ground and pound um, semi-tank it takes off moving pretty quick (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you get the feeling Invictus is not a careful driver as both a servant of the Inquisition and a man driving a proto-tank.
6: Hey, it's Del. I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to The Valentine Heresy. And if you are so inclined, we at Dum Dumps and Dice have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash dice. There's tiers from $1 to $25 a month, which gets you super cool stuff and also helps support creatives like us. Uh, specifically us, you know, when doing this stuff for just one dollar a month you can join our discord which is for patrons only but you gain access to it forever you can come hang out with us and talk about 40k and share your models and be super nerdy because honestly we're all super nerdy there so if you feel so inclined and would like to support the shows come on over and join us uh it's patreon.com slash dumb dice that's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. That's right. Just type it, type it in the search bar, uh, patreon.com slash dice, And we'll see you over there. Thanks.
2: Okay. Uh, I'm right. gonna have myself a nap because I'm in real rough shape. <laughs> so just gonna just kinda As we start bumping along, just kind of slide Is laughing
5: possible on this thing?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, it's just those those, those sweet uh, 40K lullabies of tank treads, rumbling, being (gasps) jostled around. You know, it feels like home.
6: Yeah, I was going to say for Mina, this is far preferable to talking to those people in that room. Like the sounds of just machine parts.
5: (laughs) Nice. Uh, Yeah, I think Seth would put on a headset and gesture to to everyone to to put one on.
0: Yeah, I'll put one
5: on. Who's still awake? Um <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll put one on for sure. Uh
5: Mina, would you
2: would you do the like the caring parent thing and just like put them over Nero's ears while he's snoozing so we can participate <laughs> or would you leave him alone?
6: No, she'll leave him alone.
2: <laughs> Great. All
1: right, then I'm real I'm snug as a bug in a rug. I was going to say, uh Nero, why don't we have you roll then? Let's do What does this feel like? This probably feels like a cool like a cool presence check, uh, difficulty three. All right. So cool. Uh, all right. And presence. Uh, we'll, we'll give you a boost because you would absolutely be tuckered at adrenaline out at a setback because this is a noisy environment. Mm-hmm. I literally mm-hmm. want to see if you can sleep or if you're trying to sleep but end up overhearing <laughs> some of this because I think it's totally. worth knowing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and sorry, difficulty of? Difficulty of three. Three. Cool. Um because two is a base check, but it is a moving tank. So I felt like that's <laughs> yeah, no 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 I, I totally buy that. Um <laughs> uh
2: I am going to use my imperial conditioning. <laughs> That would uh, so work. this would add a setback nice. die to any checks that affect your mind. I would uh, like to argue this takes away the setback die. Yeah, I would agree with that. Right. Love it. Perfect. See, Laura, sometimes I don't sabotage things. When I have a nap check, I really make <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, when I'm it's good. in
0: your favor. So important. Yeah, sleep,
2: sleep is important. Uh, I got one advantage. So no no sleep till Brooklyn. For me.
1: Uh, one advantage, I, I'll say you'll hear about half of what's coming through. Uh, no, what we'll say with the advantages, you'll hear anything that Nero would think is pertinent, but you won't catch the rest. So if it's generic bullshit, it won't be there. But your ears perk up if something comes through, either that he would interpret, misinterpret, or have to ask questions about. Then gotcha. you can kind of love it. Consider putting stuff on. But the three of you now have headsets on. Yes. <clears throat>
5: uh, and and Seth would say, excuse
6: uh, <coughs> me, <laughs> <coughs> he would say that.
1: Those new lungs. would, yeah. (laughs) You've had your lungs for an hour. Um, (laughs) I think the thing that would be unsettling for you with these lungs, Seth, is it's a lot more regulated a rhythm than you're used to. And it's not synced up yet with your heartbeat or with the rhythm you would expect from breathing. Oh, I hate that so much. It's it's almost a sign. There's like a breathing in and breathing out pace you have to deal with. Oh. Uh, you were assured by Ignatius over time that it'll be a combo of two things. A, you'll get more used to it and B, it will actually start to sync up with your brain. It's still newly attached to your nervous system. It's a high quality implant. Right. Um, but right now, it's entirely focused on getting you the oxygen you need instead of the oxygen you want.
3: <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Ugh.
1: Um, And the scars are definitely still raw around the edges. Oh,
5: sure. Yeah, yeah. I think just for for comfort. He's wearing like his coat open and his armor is just like off to the side, like on a seat but side, just so that like just air. I don't have nothing like touching and like abrasive on these fresh, like puckered scars on his chest. Um, but he will speak into the into the Voxcom and just say, uh, um, <clears throat> it looked like we all had conversations which with each of the house lords. Um For myself, I can say that Lucia Bane did not take kindly to our performance in the gladiatorial combat. I had not yet regained my composure after my procedure, and so I'm afraid I have put myself in a position where I owe her a favor at her discretion, and she took the winnings from... Nero Skull Crusher? Skull Shield. She took Nero Skull Shield's winnings in their entirety. The silver lining is that I did place both a tracer and a picked fly on her. So I will be conducting uh reconnaissance on her remotely. I think he's just gonna look at everyone expectantly like r- report. <laughs> <laughs>
6: <laughs> uh, Mina Mina looks like very unhappy parent and looks at him like dead in the eye. And she's like, so am I to take your report in your assurance that the way that the games went was not an attempt on Nero and Mai's life?
5: Yes, that's correct. It was a gambit. It was playing the hand that I had been dealt
1: it is worth noting. You hear from Invictus in the front. You you hadn't uh, realized that he's also in the...
0: Piper's Cringes. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, yeah, he's
1: he's
3: a, he's Team Inquisitor. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, yes, it would be strange if uh, it was somehow... Is your name Seth? Yes. It would be strange if Seth's plan had been for Nero to shoot the other Nero and drag him into the arena
5: <laughs> causing a near civil war. Yes, that was... Unexpected. Look, you uh, just like without opening
2: my eyes, still slumped (laughs) over, no headphones on, say uh, you know, you bring uh, a couple of uh, Dark Eldari to the party and um, means you've uh, changed the rules. And I don't know how y'all feel about Zenos, but um, having met a couple of those guys, I gotta tell you, I took the easy route out, but I guess that's not really for me to say now, is it? And I'll just like snuggle back up.
0: Do we hear any of this? I was going to say, do we catch any of that? <laughs> <laughs> um, I will say, uh,
1: Mina, let's, I was let's go say. Mina, let's go to Mina. I think.
6: I'm probably sitting closest to him.
1: Uh, Mina, can you roll me? Ooh, I, uh, a vigilance. I think a vi- vigilance. vigilance would be good. I
2: feel like I'm speaking in the direction of where
1: I know the headsets are hanging, but also with no effort put in. Yeah, Yeah. well, we know Piper's at the back, so it wouldn't be Piper who'd hear you over the rumbling of the vehicle. Seth, I think... Without the headphones on, you're just like like,
5: talking like this. Honestly, yes, 100%. (laughs) It's like I've balanced my phone
2: somewhere nearby, not on speaker, and I'm like... Just like, yeah, you know, if
6: I, I don't care. <laughs> that off <broth laughs> tone in the corner.
1: Yeah, <laughs> let's say, Mina, it'll be difficulty two because I think you okay. are hypersensitive to Nero, uh, his statements. <laughs> Nero's or his, muttering. His emotional <laughs> yep. realm. Yep. Um, Have been concerning before? I will give you a one setback because the vehicle is loud.
6: Okay. So that's just uh, two greens for me. So two green, two purple, and one setback.
1: Yeah. Hmm.
6: One success.
1: all right i will say uh i will leave it up to you whether or not you hear him and relay it or whether or not you hear him start talking and put a headset on him uh up to you either way
6: (laughs) um i (laughs) this is my thought she hears him start talking and she takes her cloak off and puts it non-gory side towards him and just puts (laughs) it like go to sleep crazy (laughs) (laughs) you're not part of this conversation
1: now uh Yeah. Do you know what, uh, Nero, how would you interpret that? I, I don't need to make this a role, but just she's offering you a blanket. She clearly cares. <laughs> um, he he would
2: continue to mutter, but he's like actively. And and to be clear, this is also very like, it, like we're joking about how petulant it is. It is also like intentionally petulant. Like he's mm-hmm. he's tired. He's cranky. He's had a long day.
6: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and so, yeah, I think he would just like do that. Like drunk muttering person at a party thing where you put a like a blanket over him and just keeps muttering in kind of like a, well i mean this is valuable information but you guys just don't get it now so
6: yeah yeah and i think she would she would even like pat pat his head in a in a like loving way like yes <laughs> please stop
2: uh, yeah it'd stop it'd stop at that point <laughs> yeah and just so snuggle they, up it's nice i honestly the fact that she didn't put the bloody side down means a lot That that's what really she like the fuck the out.
1: blanket that's the piece that shows she cares so, so yeah, I'll, I'll snuggle up. Uh, Mina's petting our corrupted interrogator. Uh, Invictus made us and he's like, so did anyone else make any concessions in regard to the governorship?
0: Well, I mean, yeah, certainly. Like, Roberto Vance is, like, trying to blackmail us. So I guess he found out that, like, I did the little trick on, like, Marcus's guys with, like, the blinding. So he's like, I won't tell Marcus uh, that you did that if you, like, you do me a favor. He wants me to like blind someone else. I don't know when he says so, but I'm like, sure. Yeah, sure. I'll do that. Like, but I'm not going to do it. If I'm going to like risk an incursion of the warp. So I always have that as like a get out of jail free card. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. Do you want to fucking die? So I don't know. It's kind of like a half blackmail. It didn't really work. I don't care.
5: (laughs) So did he suspect us and you confirmed his suspicion or did he out and out accuse you of tampering. Oh no! Well, he
0: tried to be like really coy about it at first. It was really annoying because I'm just like denying it because obviously like, I don't care about the outcome. I'm just like, I'm inquisition. This is like small potatoes for me. So he's like, and then I'm like, no, of course I didn't do that. Like, I don't care about this stuff. And he's just like, well, look, listen, I know you did that. Like, I'm like definitely sure. And I'm like, well, why didn't you say that in the first place? And we could have like stopped all, anyways.
1: I have to ask just for my brain, Piper is very chatty right now. Is this because of the influence of uh, a null that she could feel in the background where when she's uncomfortable, she talks more? Or is this just her giving a report without having a traditional boss?
0: Uh, the second, yeah. This is just like, <laughs> this is <laughs> her reporting. Here,
1: so this is Piper off the hook.
0: Yeah, pretty much. No one's stopping her. She's just gonna That's true. go on. Nice. I don't know, she don't, I don't always know what's important. I'm just gonna give you what happened.
5: All right, And that's Robert Vance. I just want to make that Roberto make sure. Vance. Roberto.
0: Roberto Vance from, from, I don't know what, what happened to her accent either. It doesn't matter. She just talks totally differently. It's great. That's why it
1: sounds like over the radio. <laughs>
0: oh, <Hello? laughs> right? yeah, no!
6: I mean, Seth's <laughs> accent back. is
1: all over the place too.
5: So <laughs> I'm right there with you. Yep. Black man, Mina, so Mina,
6: will okay. sigh deeply into the microphone, say, "Unfortunately, I also was forced to make a promise because apparently, everyone here is extremely disrespectful." I don't under before they knew they didn't know we were with the Inquisition, and now they do, and yet they talk to us like animals. I am <sighs> I had to promise to give information to Clan Marcus, which hopefully we can use that extreme stack of paper that is in the room that we got from the governor to I don't know. Seth, you can figure it out.
0: Your so- Wait, I'm sorry. Just before you, uh, let me get this right. We've essentially been blackmailed by every single house. All three houses. Each one of us. We all suck at that. Wow. (laughs) Who in the Emperor's holy name are these people? This is more typical
3: than you would think. Remember, this is not a pathetic backwater system. This is a house of Prometheum feeding multiple crusades. These are not your traditional Governors hiding out in their pathetic homes, sitting around doing nothing,
1: and then he just kind of cuts off, and you realize it seems like he really doesn't like small system governors. Uh, mm. Don't know why, but it's a thing. My oh. hand will rise up
2: from under the cloak and just like snap in in like yeah, yeah that, and then just disappear back under <laughs> like the cloak. Jazz cafe, yeah, appreciation. exactly, yeah, yeah. Some some okay. slam poetry I can get behind.
6: All the more reason they should have been. They should be pious individuals who understand what the Ecclesiarchy and the Inquisition and what power we hold. I just don't understand it.
5: (laughs) Right. So I somewhat traded uh, favors and money for being able to uh, uh, place tracking devices on Bane. Vance... uh, caught us in a lie and blackmailed us for our involvement in the gladiatorial games, what exactly did Marcus have on us or you that put us in the position where you are reporting to him?
6: Well, mostly threats, if you can believe it, physical violence, and who knows what else. He he was very stupid, but would not stop talking, and it was very upsetting. (laughs)
5: Well, that sounds like that can be a play to our advantage then. Very well, very good. So, you can provide him with any sort of information we want him to know. And also, if it's just under threat of violence, we can righteously have him eliminated.
6: (laughs) That is precisely what I've been waiting to hear this entire time. (laughs)
1: All right, we're almost there. Uh, and you look out and see uh, the Torox through its its smoky, uh, transparent <laughs> aluminum sides. Uh, you can see you're pulling onto the street where the Bolter Express is. As you head towards the building, you can look out and see it's it's been shored up pretty effectively as a semi-military compound. Uh, around the edges, razor wire has been laid on the street. There are sandbag barricades, and behind them, you're seeing two of the two of the houses you would expect to see you're seeing half the forces on one side are blue half the forces on the other side are green if you had to guess you'd think they probably split the building in the sense of uh, almost a triangle so the uh the black vance troops are probably at the rear of the bolter express you can't see the whole building as you pull up to the front but it is clearly being set up as a fortress um due to uh the care that seth had kind of made with his agreement and other elements uh there are is no one on the roof it appears they were just at the ground floor uh and you can't see anyone inside or aiming at any of the windows it seems like Eve on your the uh, tour de force of a maid has apparently kept them out of the bolter express so they've just fortified the exterior so if you have any troops uh kind of attacking from the outside there is someone there to stop them or if the houses were to decide to Uh, change their allegiance to you as inquisitors or uh, competitors uh, they would have to go into the building and get up to your uh, fifth story i believe uh, apartment before they could actually engage with you directly Uh, the torax rolls to a stop out front obviously nobody's gonna uh, cause any problems with an inquisition vehicle so there is no armed response Uh, invictus climbs out uh, and all of you can start to filter your way out of uh, the Torox. For the three of you that have uh, your headsets on, can you all roll me a vigilance uh, at difficulty two? So it's vigilance and willpower.
5: Three successes, one threat.
6: Ooh. Two two advantages, three failures. Five successes,
0: two threats.
1: All right. Um, All of you are hearing uh, hissing and the traditional background feedback you would expect from a local manual Vox setup in what is essentially a low-level military vehicle. Uh, Mina, you only hear uh, interference voices. You can't really make out anything. There's nothing really threatening about it. It's just there's trash in the background. You kind of take your headset Mm -hmm. off and go. Uh, Seth you hear uh, uh, overlapping voices uh, accented in a strange dialect that you don't entirely recognize. And you begin to hear uh, the same words that had come out of your Vox system uh, the night before, just referencing young Count Kornos with vorpal blades, darkness fight, blind to the past, young Count Kornos in uh, almost a haunting overlapping pattern of voices with a strong sense of rhythm underneath. And, so I'm writing that down. Yep. And Piper, how many successes was that? Five. Did you have anything else? Two threats. Five successes and two threats. Okay. I am going to say that you hear, um, you hear a clean two lines out of the overlapping words. Okay. Um, Young Count Cornos, the one-eyed knight with Vorpal blades, the darkness did fight. Uh, It's clearly got uh, a rhythm to it. There's a rhyming scheme. Um, It's coming in and out of the other echoes and whispers of the words. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can make that out. It does seem off. Uh, The dialect is not one that you recognize, and the voices might not be human.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Uh, and just as you start to make that out, uh, it, it fades away. Like you get that kind of haunting. It was there, yeah. and then uh, And this it's was gone. through our
0: headset. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, I just kind of look around and I say, "Did anyone else catch that?"
5: Yes. Yes, that's that's what our vox was broadcasting. Uh, Invictus. Is this a secure channel?
1: Yes, he says from outside. He walks around to the rear of the Torox, the where i are all standing, and he's like, that is internal with the encryption of the Inquisition.
0: Well, I mean, clearly not. What? I mean, there's like, No, like, obviously someone's, like, breaking through.
3: Oh, you're a psyker, aren't you?
0: Well, yeah, but, like, everyone else heard it, too. Oh, so it's, like, some, there must be some sort of, like, psychic energy or something. There must must be something coming through, and you just can't hear it. Oh, that's interesting. So it's literally coming in through our vox, but it can't be, like traditionally like electronic because they you're not voices, hearing it. So it's it. still like a psycho energy. They're ignorant
1: and they want to seem like
0: they're special. Interesting.
1: Ah! And then he just storms off and into the Bolter Express <laughs> um, ahead of you. <laughs> Clearly you two are going to be lifelong friends. Yeah.
6: Um, Useless. Yeah. Mina looks very confused about this, but she's hanging back to make sure Nero wakes up and gets out. Like,
1: <laughs> Yes, I am a up.
2: child who has arrived having fallen asleep in the car. I do not move.
1: I'm nice and cozy. Uh, Mina, to- <laughs> do you, do you carry. do you wake yep. Nero up or do you yep. carry him to She's bed?
0: carrying him. She's carrying him <laughs> in like I a just, baby. Yep. As just she does that, Piper, Piper just looks at her. And says, I would have just kicked him. Like, he's a grown fucking man. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> he's very
6: sensitive. It's just fine.
2: Like, I'm cuddled up like you, you saved me from a fire. Like, I'm wearing the, like a <laughs> mm-hmm, fire blanket, mm-hmm. but soaked in gore, aside from, like, the fleur-de-lis side. And I yeah. uh, just mutter... Like,
4: (laughs) yeah, thanks.
6: She's just, she's just gonna, this is part of her duty. And she looks ridiculous because it's like her hair and all of it's like blood and her hair just like matted to her face. And it, she looks like totally gory, except then it's like more spattery and clean. Like her shoulders are perfectly white and clean. And then there's just more spattery, and she's just carrying him in. She's yeah. like, has it's nothing real... else to say. She's gonna go put him in his bed. Oh, it's yeah. just a bodyguard
5: Seth. moment, and I'm here for it, and it's real for, nice for all the guards deployed to like watch the outside of this building. Yeah, they see like gore spattered uh, Mina coming out carrying Nero. Uh, <laughs> Seth comes out with like his cane and like hobbling with like his open <laughs> jacket with like obvious surgery scars. <laughs> we're uh, we're a force to be reckoned with. We're a bunch of badasses. Yeah, yeah. -hmm.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. They're not messing with us. Totally normal. Uh, You all (laughs) enter. Uh, Eve Nuln is there. Uh, She escorts you like, oh, oh, come with me, come with me. I've already sorted out dinner for all of you. Don't you worry. This is going to be fine. Oh, it's the Inquisition. This is so exciting. Uh, She's clearly small town enough that the Inquisition is exciting for her. So I think Mina, this... When you look at her, you would see that she actually has a necklace with uh, the Aquila on it. She's got a a Rosarius, like a little rosary kind of at her hip. She's clearly a highly religious figure who is either, I mean, if you're Seth and you're paranoid, maybe she's the best secret agent ever. (laughs) Uh, But I think for Mina, there's something comforting in knowing that there is someone who believes in the Inquisition the way Mina probably does.
6: Yeah. Oh, man, that would cheer her up. And she would be like, well... We'll be back for dinner shortly, Emperor, bless you. Oh, good, I'll I'll send it upstairs,
1: I'll send it upstairs. Uh, And she just like hurries off and you all take that elevator with its weird servitor arm, uh, rise up uh, and enter into your rooms. Uh, Dinner is delivered uh, a moment later. Do you put Nero in his bed, Mina?
6: Yep, yep.
1: Great. Uh, It is.
6: She's going to take his jacket off. She's not going to completely declothe him, but she will totally take his jacket off and take his gun and put it on the bedside table and like let, yeah, just... Leave them in there. <laughs> Great,
1: uh, and yeah, so the meals are delivered. Mina, Seth, and Piper. Obviously, you are you are conscious uh, to be able to do this. It is late at night. Uh, this is not like oh you got back and it's the afternoon like no you've had a lot going on and there's been combat mm-hmm. and injuries that require yeah. rest and those kind of things um i will say if you want to do some kind of research for tomorrow's event or do an activity uh, it will be at a four strain penalty for the next day so you can force yourself to stay up Your your strain recovers fully overnight so it'll go back to max you'll just take four off the top if you want to stay up to do some kind of research this evening so it doesn't cost me four right now No, perfect. Because I've only got two left. I was going to say, yeah, not enough. No, no, no. That's why I'm like, it's not now. It's just it'll it'll temporarily shrink your strain threshold tomorrow because you're going to be more tired, so you just are closer to that limit.
5: Well, let me ask you this: If uh, will it cost me anything to Vox um, Abacus and get put him onto a task overnight, and then I'll go to bed?
1: (laughs) No, no. I think uh, if if you were to either contact Abacus in terms of um, research. Uh, when Eve Nuln, uh delivers your meals, she just gives you a quick rundown of kind of what's changed in the building. I managed to keep the security outside. It's it's totally it's all good. It's all good. It's very exciting. Uh, oh, also, uh, Invictus has taken over uh, the fourth floor, and there's a, a nice Magos Ignatius uh, Ironforth. He said that he was joining the Inquisitorial Band, and he has taken over the third floor. So if you if you need either of them to do any work for you, they say just uh, just send a note, give a call, whatever you need to do.
6: Nina will be like. Thank you ever so kindly. We appreciate your service to the Inquisition. Oh, I'm serving the Inquisition,
1: Uh, she says, it just kind of putters out immediately. So you do have those three uh, teammates, essentially, Abacus that you can vox up into your ship. Uh, And you have Ignatius and Invictus in the building. So there are three of you. I would say each of you could assign one of them to look into something for you. You know their specialties. Ignatius is obviously a tech person, uh, and he's familiar with the system. Invictus is a chaotician and an Inquisition expert. So if you need somebody to look into anything kind of forbidden or chaos or whatever related, that'd be him. Abacus is your general expert. He's kind of equally good at everything, but he won't be able to dive as deep into tech or Inquisition slash chaos as uh invictus can just because invictus is better clearance mm.
5: okay that might change who i want to talk to but um i know seth would want to sweep for listening and video devices
1: great yeah let's uh, let's do a roll for that i'm imagining you would all assist with this right mm-hmm. i mean nero you're Piper, sl- especially <laughs> sleepy time nero but um I, Piper- I will say nero is clearly being a baby about this if any of you actually did need his help you could go wake him up it's or just w- up to you. Would Nero wake up if dinner was delivered? Because I think the smell of dinner would come through. It's grok steaks. It's it's some
6: <laughs> nice shit. Oh, not like, to be clear,
2: he's like he's he's halfway between being a baby, but this is also I think like his brain has kind of broken. So this is like physically, he's actually like I've, I've got a bunch of strain, but not that much. I'm more taking this as like after saying horse, 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 someone's like yeah, horse, and he's like. Uh, so, um, no, I don't think... I think he's down for the count, but if you did wake him up, he's not going to be like, no, five more minutes. He's going like, to obviously like, get up and help. He's just... I would say like... and I mean, <laughs> Ryan, you can tell me. Um, but from a strength threshold, I feel like if he doesn't sleep off what's happened to his brain, he's fucked tomorrow. He can do it, but it'll be like bad. yeah. So But
5: I don't think anyone would know that. So up to you, my friends. Uh, I mean, yeah, like as a player, like having your dice added to our roll would be great. But as Seth, I'm sure he... <laughs> I think, I think, I think his thinking is that like Nero would do less damage asleep than awake. Kind Correct.
6: of Yeah.
1: Fair enough. So, um, of the three of you, which one has the highest tech use?
5: I've got a little bit in that. Um,
0: I have no tech use.
5: I've got one point in
1: tech use.
0: I've got one as well.
1: Okay. And what are, who's got the higher I've, intelligence?
0: I've got three.
5: Four for intellect
0: All for right. me. All
1: right. All right. So Seth is, is the bug boy. Um, <laughs> So I will say, Seth, uh, let's roll an intellect tech use. Uh, I will say difficulty three, because I'm just doing the math on like these would be slightly better bugs if they'd managed to get someone into the building. And one of the problems is a really good bug or no bug looks like the same thing. So three difficulty uh, feels like the upgrade there. And I will give you uh, two boost dice from your compatriots who are assisting you in this process.
5: Okay. Uh, The difficulty
1: already represents uh, how they are hidden away.
5: Okay. Can my... Oh, this is not perception. Okay. Roll. Two successes,
1: five advantages. Two successes, five advantages. Uh, You do manage to pick up uh, some bugs. Interestingly enough, none of them are in the room. But there were three that had been attached to the door. You think there were two from one source and one from another that were clearly they didn't have time to get into the room. It was a quick pass. So they tried to place it in somewhere you weren't likely to look. But because of your number of successes, you do get those. uh, But you don't find one anywhere else, which actually boosts your confidence. Finding none is always kind of a a toss-up. Finding a few that are well-placed yields some confidence in your your overall equipment. Okay. Great. So you have your meal. Uh yep. do you want to assign any research or or do anything else before you all go to rest?
5: Seth wants to uh put uh Invictus to work on uh just providing providing the team with a file on uh the God uh on, on young King Cornos, the one-eyed knight.
1: Okay. All right, so yep, Invictus uh is Interesting, interesting. Uh, uh, so he, he collects the information that you have. Uh, do you do this in a public way? I only ask because Piper has some other information she might pass along as well, or is this a Seth does this on his own?
5: No, it's not something I'm trying to keep secret from the group. Um, it's not public in the sense that I'm standing, like, yelling at the doorknob with the, with the listening <laughs> yeah, device I, on I it. I think
1: <laughs> uh, we'll, yeah. we'll say uh, the ones at the, the door, they're just, dis- you disable them. Like, it's yeah. not like you have to worry about that. They just kind of get yeah. put in that same jar of, bugs you have caught uh into an inert uh setup so theoretically again you could try to use those later if you wanted to but they've been moved and these are higher quality models so they're more likely to figure that out uh, than they otherwise would okay so you've got invictus uh working on researching young count cornos
5: that's that's what he wanted to basically because he was thinking about it. You know, it's been a long day, but it, it was something he was thinking about earlier in terms of like someone should be looking into this because with secure channel between us and Abacus, and now it's like top of his mind because it happened again. So mm-hmm. put Invictus on it, uh, and 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 he's gonna rest up because he needs it. <laughs> Great,
1: uh, Mina or Piper?
0: Um, I think I would I would want to just send um a message to the Arbides to chase Narbokatan to add like the young Count Cornos, like the entire phrase that I heard to his, to the search. Because uh, Arbides, they're collecting the information, right? yeah, Right now um, on anything nefarious going on throughout the system. So I think it, it it would just be like a very quick message, just like, just like flag this.
1: Kind of Great. Like, yeah. So they, they will flag that in their system. I think that's an easy okay. message for you to send in a codified way. Uh, and it will add to their search as they continue. If those words pop up in their collected collating uh, of files that they're putting together. Cool. Sister Mina.
6: Um, man. Yeah. I feel like telling Seth to do things was the main, her main goal for this <laughs> evening. Like, please fix it. Um, yeah. I think we're just going to have to go to sleep and try in the morning to get ourselves out of tomorrow's trouble. <laughs>
1: Great. Uh, knowing that there are issues with Nero, would you want to call someone for spiritual advice or how to deal with him or those kind of concerns? Because this is, you'd have enough downtime to realize all the things that could be problems for you. I'm not saying you right. have to. I just wanted to remind you that there are.
6: Yeah, no, that definitely was was on was on her uh, possible agenda. I just wasn't sure how late it would be to be able to do that. Since that's not like putting someone on task, it's like having, calling, having conversation.
1: Sometimes people take late phone calls. It just depends <laughs> on what you call. Picture this as, like, probably, like, an 11 p.m. by the time dinner is done. Yeah. So, late, no question, but the city is still active. It's it, The proto-hive has very much the feel of what you would imagine a large city center has in any of our world, which is at nighttime, it doesn't really die down until that 4 a.m. to 7 a.m. Mm. stretch.
6: Okay, okay, yeah. I think she would uh, probably, it's all, well, like, everyone else is turning in and has the doors closed and she would check on nero like look in the door like very quietly and then like shut the door on him like let let him be and then yeah i think she would she would take a bath and and call call um she has the number for the vicar estevez the missionary priest guy
1: ah yes first preacher missionary vicar estevez so uh you you put the call through. I think it goes through pretty easily. I'm imagining you're using one of the uh you're using one of the the crypt uh, what's the term? encrypted sets. So it's it there's a mm-hmm. bit of a jarring image to this of like you in a luxurious bath but you yep. have a World War II style headset held against yeah. your ear with the Voxcaster sitting on the floor next to you. So yeah. just a and classic the bath- relaxing <laughs> 40k bath.
6: <laughs> yeah, and I was going to say the bath is, like, full of blood. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, if if you start soaking right away, it's a very red bath. Yes, um, yes. There is uh, a cherubim that automatically floats out and starts spraying perfume into the water. <laughs> uh, I, it's probably creepy. It's just, but at the same time, you you see there is a large button on the side that you can just reach over and kind of hit it, and it will send the cherubim back. So it's No, just,
6: no, that's, like, her jam. That's what she grew up around. She's from a, a cardinal Planet, like she, she that like is calming for her. Definitely.
1: perfect Uh, you can turn the crank the other way and you'll get a little bit of organ music. It's just whatever oh, you're looking this for. Is, this
6: is it, it's this little slice of God Emperor Heaven here.
1: <laughs> perfect. Uh, so, uh, you, you place the call through. Uh, he answers for we'll treat this more like a phone than a radio because I don't want to sing over a million <laughs> times uh, through yes. the course of this. And he's just, Oh, and who
6: is this? <laughs> Uh, Apologies for interrupting you so late at night, but it's not. Time is a very precious commodity for me right now. I am Sister Oli and Mina. We met at dinner. Was that yesterday? I don't know what time it is.
1: Ah, yes, that was yesterday. You were the one who was uh, friends with the cannibals.
6: Oh, yes, I am friends with cannibals. That's part of my life now. Well, (laughs) anyway.
1: Then you were (laughs) banished. Then you came back. I saw you in the arena today. Congratulations, sister of blood. If you stay out there, maybe you can do some good for the church.
6: I was going to ask if you had seen today's festivities, I suppose they call them here.
1: That's a fair term. Uh, Well, I mean, it is legally mandated, so everyone had to watch. So you've become somewhat of a celebrity around, one could say, the entire system.
6: I don't know what to even think about that, but... um... I know we've only just met, but I am feeling extremely lost amongst all of this. Did you know that the people here have absolutely no respect for the ecclesiarchy? Is that just normal?
1: Well, if you were to talk to my superior, uh, you would get a very different answer than you get from me. I'm a missionary. I've I've kind of travelled around and seen a lot of things and stumbled into this job. So the thing that I'm aware of is that most people in an ideal world would believe that they should be asking what they can do for the emperor. But more often than not, people ask, what can the emperor do for them? And the answer is, there's like 200 billion of us or more or something, and not a whole lot if it's not a big deal. That's why not everyone in the entire galaxy is a living saint. They're sort of like one of them to lead a movement of the rest of us who get you know less blessed but equal spiritual attention in an emotional sense. Uh, if you're pointing out that the people who run this system are sort of uh, blaspheming, monstrous assholes, then yes, you're, you're correct. That would be an adequate assumption.
6: Yes, precisely that. I just... It is a lot for me. I'm used to being around people who believe and who act accordingly. But I, I actually wanted to call you to ask if you had any advice for a wayward soul. Not me, of course, but um, someone close to me is very, very lost and keeps talking about Horace, of all things, which I don't understand why, but oh. I don't even know why I'm telling you this.
1: So you're calling on behalf of a friend who can't call.
6: <sighs> yes.
1: Well, what, just... what question do you need to ask on behalf of your friend? Uh, can you roll me a a uh, perception? Uh-oh. No,
6: I, I figured that it was come across this way, which is fine. <laughs>
1: yeah, perception uh, at difficulty. I'm gonna say three.
6: Perception. Oh no, that's cunning. That's not good. <laughs> 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 it's uh, okay. So that's two greens and three purples. That's all yep. I got. <laughs> oh no! Don't wrap me up, bro. Four <laughs> failures, one threat. <laughs>
1: Or failures, one threat. Um, I think actually, <laughs> what this means is he is going to be giving you advice for you, thinking yes. this is your problem that right. you are describing to him as, and like as a fake friend, so that you don't have right. to describe it as being you. Yes. But this means whatever advice you receive, you will assume is one hundred percent intended for Nero.
6: Totally fine. Yeah. My my only concern <laughs> was like he knows her name. Don't wrap me out. Don't wrap me out to the klisarki, bro. <laughs> but that's that's her brain. That's where her brain goes. Maybe mm. he's not like that.
1: Yeah, and I think that concern is actually what leads to this confusion, where you don't realize that his question was like, "Is this your friend?" Air quotes verbally. Yeah, yep. and you're so like, "Oh God, don't get us in trouble." That you 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 blent past his implied question. Yeah, but yeah. Yep. So what uh, what 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 can I help your friend with?
6: Well, he just. I've prayed for him over and over and it's just, he seems to be confused and unsure of why he is following the Inquisition, the Emperor. I'm not sure.
1: Ah, well, you know, these are the challenges that always face the highly religious and even those who are not as highly religious. Faith is a garden. It's something that must be tended over time. If it is allowed to grow free, then it can grow weeds. It can grow in different directions. Things can die, the wrong things can flourish, and it can become, instead of a garden, it's a mess or a jungle full of predators. But what you want is a garden that has been tended to take the time to work with your hands, to focus on your goals, to look at the long term. That's what you want to tell your friend (laughs) because the things you work towards are the things that you will find and the things you want to make are the things that you will build. So whatever your friend sees as the future they dream of, tell them to keep doing what they're doing now, to focus on their job, and they will make that dream come true because it's up to them to build the future, the future that they deserve.
6: Mina will legit start to cry. (laughs) She just starts crying on the phone. She's like, and then pulls herself back together quickly and then is like, thank you. You don't know how much these words mean. It's, it's so nice to hear someone who understands things. I've just, it's been so long that I've been away from the faithful.
1: Well, I'm available whenever you need to talk, unless I'm sort of doing a sermon. Those are big and there's a large crowd, but I mean, outside of the hours of a traditional ceremony, I'm available to talk. You're not just a server of the Inquisition, nor is your friend. So call me about your friend whenever you need.
6: Thank you. And if only I had more time, I would certainly love to come and attend one of your services.
1: Perhaps when you're done with whatever mission is occupying you and your friend, you can come join me in that future.
6: Thank you. Have a good evening and Emperor bless.
1: Yes, you too. Uh, and as uh, your conversation ends and you reach down and hang up your World War II uh, <laughs> encrypted phone and have a moment to relax in the bath, the power cuts out. And the room goes dark around you. And it goes dark through the rest of the apartments. Piper, you're surprised. And Warden, who is sleeping on the chair next to you and the traditional action hero with gun in hand, uh, he's surprised as well. Seth, I mean,
0: is Piper surprised? She is blind. <laughs>
1: uh, but you do have uh Psyker senses yeah. for your environment that would be active, and you would feel all of the electricity in this area go okay.
0: to zero. OK, I just wanted to be sure.
1: <laughs> yeah, because I think it, we, we're dealing with, because of your abilities, you have the equivalent yeah. of sight. So when you wake yeah, up and okay. you're not feeling um, those, as well as you'd feel Warden's surprise and the surprise yeah. from uh, the rest of the space. OK. Uh, and Seth, on your data slate next to your bed, Uh, A bright light flashes. uh, And when you look over despite the power outage, you can just see a full screen uh, all lit in white with black words in the center that say, I know what you did. And from the far side of the apartment, Nero, two windows shatter inwards and figures swing in on ropes, uh, drawing weapons, ready to gun you down.
0: This episode of The Valentine Heresy features Tom McGee at TD on Twitter as Interrogator Nero Abignale, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter as Piper Fairley, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter as Seth Corbin, Del Borvik at Del Tastic on Twitter as Sister Oli Mina, and our game master Ryan Laplante at The Ryan on Twitter.
1: Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, the half-blind prophet. Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby. One True Artistry, Orion Birchfield, Lord Bradovic, Noelle Lewis, scott garland anthony griffin benjamin v gavin and abby mcdonald Cade peters richard cranium anna zed eric williams logan fire on friendly acrix cameron Ezel, grandma likes d and d allen austin not powers fry Stabby Stranger and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them and a little bit of thanks to you.
6: The Fable and Falling Network, where fiction producers flourish.
4: Sign. That's a geometric waveform or arc that rises and falls. And a new Canadian TTRPG and podcast inspired by that almost soothing mathematical motion. Let me show you. The action begins to rise as powerful strangers in a ruined yet vibrant world band together. If you run north, they will chase you. I suggest you stand behind me. Partner, I'd rather stand beside you if you're willing to help. Tension continues to mount higher as our characters must push themselves beyond their usual limits.
6: As I'm climbing into the into the driver's seat, I'm going to say to Sarah, sometimes you got to make tough decisions. I'm driving now.
4: And it peaks as a danger and excitement hits its zenith, leading to great failure or success.
2: Fen'riel would be just fire at this point. She
4: straight up might die. Like this encounter might murder you. You
2: know what? You lit me on fire. We're going to be on fire, baby.
4: And this tension relaxes. A tragedy, but more often humor, that comes with great pals being around a virtual table playing a game. Discover sign on your favorite podcast player. S-I-N-E. The choices of the characters are theirs to make, but the fate of the world is up to the dice.